I wanted to add a quick pre-roll to all episodes to tell you about a live in-person event I am running on Friday the 28th of June in Barnes, Southwest London. It's called Dare Greatly in the Coaching Arena. Together we will get hyper-focused on your most effective two to three personal strategies to propel your business forward. You will stop overanalyzing and second-guessing when you meet your new business besties to brainstorm, support, and problem-solve with. You will leave having outlined your vision and strategy with a newfound sense of connection and focus. I haven't gone into detail as to exactly what we're going to cover on the day yet, so I have opened up a waitlist to ask for the greatest themes coming up right now, and then I will build the event around that. So you can join the waitlist. The link is in the show notes just for the next week or so. There is a special offer of £97 for the full day, including lunch and everything, only for those on the waitlist. So if you are interested in hearing more with no commitment at all at this stage until I fully confirm the agenda, then do sign up for the waitlist this week. You will find the link in the show notes to the waitlist and sign up now. I don't do live events often and I can't wait to meet you. Hello and welcome to Women in the Coaching Arena podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Jo Lott, a business mentor and ICF accredited coach, and I help coaches to build brilliant businesses. I know that when you prepare to enter the arena, there is fear, self-doubt, comparison, anxiety, uncertainty, shame. You can tend to armor up and protect yourself from vulnerability. In this podcast, I'll be sharing honest, not hype, practical and emotional tools to support you to make the difference that you're here for. Dare greatly, you belong in this arena. Hello, welcome to the 23rd episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. I'm so glad you are here. I have just had a wonderful 10 nights away in Ibiza. So excited to share this episode with you on why most coaching businesses fail and how you can succeed. If you are a coach looking to make a lasting impact and grow your client base, this episode is made for you. So I'm breaking up this episode into three segments. So the first one is the common mistakes that lead to coaching failure. The second one is the keys to coaching success. And the third segment is your action plan for success. So this is a three-step formula to help you to ensure that your business grows. So segment one, the common mistakes that lead to coaching business failure. If you are anything like me, you left your coach training with your certificate in hand, excited to help all of these people for what seems like a huge amount of money per hour session. Maybe you have totted up that number, so it might be £300 an hour times 35 hours a week and think, wow, I'm going to be absolutely minted. But perhaps if you are anything like I was when I was in coach training, at no point had you really thought, what happens next? Where are these people going to come from that are going to be your amazing clients? So let's start with the first mistake, which is lack of clarity. One of the primary reasons coaches fail is lack of clarity about their niche, target market, and unique value proposition. Without that clear direction, It's actually hard for you 
because you end up being kind of frozen into inaction because you have no idea who you're talking to, what you're saying, how you're meant to be marketing. But it's also really hard for your clients because they don't really understand what you do either. If you are unclear, it's highly likely that your target market is unclear. I had a great moment on holiday when I asked my six-year-old son what his mummy and daddy does for work. And I genuinely had no idea what he would say for me because I don't know if we really discussed it further than me being on my computer. But amazingly, he said, my mum's a business coach. And I was so impressed. And my daughter, who's eight, said, I didn't even know that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I am super, super impressed with him. As long as the people around you understand what you do, then you are more likely to attract those clients. The second mistake I see a lot is ineffective marketing. And I say ineffective, but also I think inconsistent would be a really good word as well, because I see lots of people come and go, like come for a week or so, post every day, and then I never see them again for like three or four months. And I think, are they still in business? I look up their profile. And then occasionally they start popping up again with one or two posts and then they disappear again. So both ineffective and inconsistent marketing is the next mistake, mainly due to not really understanding their clients' level of awareness and pain points, using the wrong communication channels for their own strengths, or failing to convey your own expertise convincingly. The third mistake, limited business skills. So being a great coach is only one part of the equation. Many coaches lack the essential business skills such as sales, marketing, financial management. And it never ceases to amaze me how many coaches will go on more coach training to feel like they are a better coach versus learning how to actually get clients, which will make you a better coach. So do think about where you are investing your money and what's the long-term gain. Yes, you can be an amazing coach with 10 different certifications, but if you don't know how to get clients, sadly, those certifications are never going to be put into practice. And who better to practice with than real paying clients? The next mistake I see is imposter syndrome and self-doubt taking over. Coaches who constantly doubt their abilities may find it difficult to attract clients or charge really good rates that will enable those clients to get a great result. And the final mistake I'll cover is neglecting continuous learning. So the landscape is changing so quickly, it pays to continuously invest in you and your marketing skills because things can become outdated. And in what is a saturated market now, we need to be amazing at marketing and we need to have an amazing mindset to be able to show up and do that marketing effectively. It really pays to be surrounded by people who are continuously learning and who are keeping up with the coaching market. So let's move on to segment two. So now you know the mistakes, let's talk about the keys to coaching success. We have identified the pitfalls and let's now explore the actionable strategies that can help you to succeed as a coach. So firstly, surprise, surprise, we are going to define your niche and ideal client. So start by honing in on that specific niche and identifying your ideal client. The more you understand their needs, their challenges and aspirations, the better you will be able to market to them and serve them. 
And on this point, I notice many of my clients really resist the market research. They say, I know the challenges, like I was my ideal client, and that's fine. But I think it's very easy to forget what it really felt like at the time, because your level of awareness will have changed significantly since you are now a coach and have been coached. So if you are thinking back to your previous self, it's really hard to remember what that awareness level was like. So I would really, really recommend talking to real people who perhaps aren't in this coaching world, finding out what their real pain points and level of awareness is like. The second key to success is crafting a compelling brand. The more you can lean into why you are brilliant, the more you'll stand out. A really great way of seeing what your brand is like right now is Googling your name. So are you, for example, on page one of Google? Do you see a professional website up there? Do you see a really strong social media presence? Do you see any blog posts or podcasts? This is a really quick and easy test to see how your profile is performing for you. So now we have a great brand and profiles out there. Let's master your marketing. So create a comprehensive marketing plan that aligns with your niche and target audience. You'll want to consider your strengths and what you're brilliant at. Like for example, if you listened to last week's episode, Kate, my client, had always loved video. She wanted to be like Davina McCall's and Video was the perfect way of her doing this and bringing in comedy like Davina McCall does too. I've had other successful clients who don't do any social media at all. They do in-person networking. They are part of a BNI and she did super, super well. And on finishing my program, she was on track for her 100K year target. And that was all without social media. So it's all up to you how you choose to market and choosing something that you actually want to do and enjoy doing because otherwise you will be, like I talked about at the beginning, up and down. So sometimes doing it and sometimes not. We need to find the thing that you absolutely love. Like for me, I have discovered I love this podcast. I could sneak off all day and create more and more episodes because it's something that brings me huge joy. So next up, you will want to invest your time in those business skills. So sales, marketing, networking, depending on where you are in your business right now, automations, the systems in your business will really help you to not be overwhelmed and to be able to keep on track. Next up, we are going to combat imposter syndrome. I do have a separate episode on imposter syndrome, which is episode six, four steps to tackling imposter syndrome. So do tune into that one after this if you would like to, because gaining that self-confidence, continuously acknowledging your achievements and wins and strengths makes a massive difference in your business and being surrounded by supportive people who believe in you. Loads of my clients say that one of my greatest strengths is building their belief because I will continuously remind them why they are brilliant, which gives them the boost to go and do the thing. So I think it's super, super underrated how much it matters to have someone in your corner cheering you on, which will stop you being the coach who shows up one week and then disappears for three months and then shows up again and then disappears. Because if you can 
be consistent, then you will be far more likely to be successful. And lastly in this segment, embrace lifelong learning. So stay ahead of the curve, be on the edge, continuously update your skills and knowledge, surround yourself with people doing amazing things like I'm always part of a mastermind or another group program. I am always being coached. I will always surround myself with people who are inspiring and who have done amazing things to really hear how they think because that is the key. Something I'm working on is coming away from trading time for money. So if you can see that other people are valuing their expertise in things like online courses versus thinking that they have to work really hard to earn money, then you can be inspired to do the same. Let's move on to segment three, our last segment, which is your action plan for success. So as we finish today's episode, I want you to leave with a tangible action plan and set you on that good path to coaching business success. First, let's self-assess, reflect on your coaching journey and identify those areas you may be falling short. Have you got a clear niche? Have you got a clear marketing strategy? Have you got the business skills to support you? Next up, niche refinements. Define your ideal client with precision. If you haven't had any market research calls with those people, do that now. Get super clear on what you can offer, but most importantly, what they want in their own words. Now let's build your brand. So create or refine your personal brand. If you haven't got a website yet, there are tons of options out there, but a really quick and easy one I found was GoDaddy Websites and Marketing. It was under £200 and no code required. Type in your text, loads of templates. It's really not that hard, especially when you know your business foundations. So I wouldn't rush off and do this until you clearly know who you are selling to and what you are selling. Then you'll want to make sure that you have social media or other profiles that you want set up and is consistent across the internet. So if we search for your name, the same thing comes up across all different platforms. Now we have that set up. Let's move on to your marketing blueprint. So what is your comprehensive marketing plan? And you might want to think about both online and offline approaches. The more touch points you have with your audience, the more that they will trust you. So for example, it's not always good enough to just be on LinkedIn, for example. I am on LinkedIn. I get most of my clients from LinkedIn. But how I get them up the staircase, as I like to picture it, is I invite them to a webinar. I invite them to my email list. I invite them to listen to my podcast. So they have other ways of getting to know me as well because social media on its own isn't an effective strategy. Next up, skill development. So are you investing in your continuous learning? Identify at least one skill that you can enhance in the next month and commit to mastering it. Finally, get a confidence boost, combat imposter syndrome by listening to episode six of this podcast. Take that time to acknowledge your wins. I hear so many people saying, it's not going fast enough, I'm not earning enough money and focusing continuously on those things without really stopping to think, okay, what has gone well? You've gained clients in the last month. You've built a website, you've got a clear niche, you've got your lead magnet set up. 
If you refuse to see those wins, you will not be able to succeed in business. So congratulations, you now have a roadmap to navigate the often challenging landscape of coaching and position yourself for success. I want to remind you that every successful coach started somewhere. If you have determination, focus and the right strategies, you can stand out and make meaningful impact in the lives of your clients. Don't compare your square one to someone else's square 250. These people that you are probably looking at have been going a lot longer than you and maybe in a completely different position. So beware of that comparisonitis and do not let it affect you. Focus on what you're doing well, continuously reflect on what went well, what your wins, and you will succeed Thank you for joining me on today's episode. I hope you found this episode valuable. Please share it with your fellow coaches who might benefit. And until next time, trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. I have a mass of free resources on my website, joannalotcoaching.com. That's Joanna with an A and Lot with two T's, joannalotcoaching.com. And I'll also put links in the show notes below. Let me know if you found this episode useful, share it with a friend and leave me a review and I will personally thank you for that. Remember to trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Get into the arena, dare greatly and try.